0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: Attention homos and homettes. The train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now
0: you are. Congratulations. Get ready and bye. Four. <laughs> Did I scare you? Good. My name is Liliana.
1: And my name is Daniel. And today on Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Wet Hot American Summer. And ask the question, was this movie actually any good? Yes.
0: <laughs> I think it was good. In
1: short. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's good. The name itself is such a great name. Totally. Like... They could have just done Wet American Summer, Hot American Summer. They went for wet and hot. Oh, yeah. They knew what this movie was. They knew how to brand it. Mm -hmm. It failed terribly (laughs) at the box office.
0: Apparently, they did not know how to brand it. No, they did (laughs) not know how to
1: brand it or do it well. It's just so funny because this movie has become really important, and it's Mm -hmm. definitely developed a cult following. And then it was big enough that Netflix made like a prequel and sequel series. Yeah, yeah. So... It's, it's because the movie had all these stars in it who were not stars at the time, but it's just crazy mm-hmm. that it, it blew up so big by actually Literally accident. all of them.
0: Like every single character, Amy Poehler, Bradley Cooper. This is Bradley Cooper's first movie. Yeah. And like he, I mean, I, he didn't knock out of the park in this because like he's not the big like character or anything, but mm-hmm. he, it was still really good.
1: He was great he was cute he, he was, was a cute. cute girl. he was cute and he was cute to look at mm-hmm. and that is an important contribution to the film <laughs> i feel like he really did exist just to be a bottom mm-hmm. like he real like love him to death think the character is great mm-hmm. but he really just existed to be a whole for he mckinley has, like
0: no lines no he very a, few he's like grunt grunt he, grunt grunt a
1: lot of grunting <laughs> a lot of looking mad and perturbed yeah um but it's honestly such a great movie very absurd and very theatrical and ridiculous mm-hmm. like there's a whole scene i'm thinking of where the kids are about to fall over the waterfall and they they the camp owner and like some other guy run through the <laughs> office and like just are destroyed they're so like scared and agitated and like nervous for these kids that they just run through this office and oh completely god. wreck it oh my god uh, it's so good
0: beth is the best character in this movie because she is divine she, she gives those because half the time she's the rational one Mm -hmm. and she's like making all the good decisions and then there's that scene where she just like knocks over everything (laughs) on the nurse's desk
1: for no reason. For no reason. (laughs) It's so campy. Yeah. And I love these type of movies and I feel like they don't get made much. Mm -hmm. Although, I told Liliana about this movie and you love it. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. So good. If you haven't seen it yet, it is the new queer cinema without having any actual queerness in it. It's so because it's so campy and ridiculous and absurd, it just takes you to that place. Like it's already ridiculous and then like three quarters of the way through the movie, the main character has a conversation with a talking crab. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense.
0: This movie actually reminded me a lot of Barbant Star because there's like the whole silly thing going on and then there's like weird space stuff yeah there's like <laughs> something's falling from the sky and then Barb and star there's like a whole like evil void, yeah sort of thing and I and I think in in the prequel there's also something having to do with like Nixon or something oh no. I don't really remember like it was confusing
1: i Um, love that but like you're right they take like some absurd out of the pocket detail like and the world's about to explode (laughs) they throw it in there um but it's so good please please tell the fans give us a synopsis Um, for those who are not familiar with this masterpiece
0: (laughs) okay so set on the last day of camp in the hot summer of 1981 Wet Hot American Summer follows a group of counselors who are each trying to complete their unfinished business before the day ends. Um, Which is so funny because this movie does not feel like his one day.
1: No, it's, I mean, they play with that a lot. Yeah. Like, Like during that, there's a crazy scene where they go into town and they like, Shoot up heroin, and they they it just it's like this whole saga, and then they're like, we were gone just for an hour, <laughs> so they play with time a lot. Yeah, but it all takes place in one day.
0: Yeah, there'll be there'll be like a forty minute scene, and they will be like five minutes later. Yeah. Um. So the entire summer of pent up sexual frustrations, unresolved post traumatic stress. Um. From what?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't wait, know about what? that. Oh, oh, oh the the gene chris maloney the oh. the, the lunch guy the <laughs> right cafeteria guy. right right i was about to say wait
0: from post-traumatic stress from degree? camp yeah. um <laughs> Stop. and pending separations and of course the talent show all weigh heavily on the minds and, and groins of counselors and campers alike
1: so it's basically just a day the last day of camp and m- focusing mostly on the counselors and mm-hmm. like how they're navigating it and their relationships and m- like all the staff dealing with the last day of camp. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so perfect. And I love these sort of like bottleneck movies that all happen in one mm-hmm. really short period of time. I love those movies. Cause when you do that, it like sort of heightens everything. It brings it to a new ridiculous place.
0: Yeah. Um, what I love most about this movie is all the plots going on at once. But like like they don't really seem related and some of them aren't. Like the whole Gale thing, like mm-hmm. that doesn't really matter. No. <laughs>
1: um
0: but and then the whole like Victor um trying to get home to have sex with Abby or whatever yeah, and we're... then she's like who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Um and apparently the director was saying that that whole scene is based off something that like he experienced at camp. Like, he was taking, like, kids out, like, white water rafting. But he had to make it home in time to, like, make out with some girl.
1: I love it. And that's why this movie, I think, does it. Because I've seen a lot of, like, summer camp movies. And as someone who's been to (laughs) summer camp, I know what it's like. And this movie, oddly enough, even though it's, like, a satire of it, captures something so... It captures the camp so well. Mm -hmm. Like, just the little quirks and, like, weird things that happen. Um... And it has to be based off of someone's personal experience because mm-hmm. it's so accurate. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, um, it's just really good. Um, shall I read a fun fact? Oh, please. The owners of Camp Tawanda, the camp where the movie was filmed, were told that this was going to be a family comedy. They were mortified when they saw the final cut of the film.
0: Um, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> they lied. They fully lied. They literally lied to these poor camp counselors because, oh my god, this movie is like... Like, I hope they didn't show it to any kids. Yeah,
1: they, they showed could... it at camp the next summer.
0: Like, this was shot here, everyone. Let's see what it is. <laughs> it sort of seems like a normal movie until that
1: kid dies. That's a good point. It, it's it's clearly a quirky movie, and then, it yeah, it starts taking some left turns.
0: <laughs> so, basically, in this one scene... Andy, played by
1: Paul Rudd. In a delicious performance. Oh, yeah. Yum,
0: yum, yum. Um, he's, like, making out with Elizabeth Banks. um, And this kid is like, help me, help me. Like, I'm drowning. And then they just let him drown. <laughs> um, Which is so, like, gay. It's so queer. Is it? I feel like it is.
1: And then one of the kids are like, where's my swimming buddy? <laughs> gay. And then Andy throws him uh, out of a moving vehicle. Yeah. Which I love. So... Children are murdered in this film. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not family friendly. Um, but it absolutely is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want to go to this camp.
0: No, I would go. I would go.
1: And I think they had them all staying there, like, as if they were actually going to camp.
0: Oh, they, like, lived in their bunks? I think so. Oh, cute. I think because it was,
1: like, low budget, one month long production. I'll just, like, chill there. Yeah.
0: I mean, might as well.
1: Which is fun. They offer that at, like... The camp that I used to go to, you can go for like, um, like outings for your work. Mm-hmm. You can like rent out the camp. Oh, you can rent out the camp for like a bar mitzvah or something, so you can just like chill at this camp. Camp theme. I think I went to a bar mitzvah at the camp. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but it was terrible. It was not fun. Um, because I mean, like yeah, you to, ew, mosquitoes. Right. You and you go to camp to like it's like a it's like an experience. Like you go somewhere else and then you're there and then you're there for a while. It's two months or whatever, and it, you're like you have this utopia yeah. but to go there for 2 days i'm like this is a bunk
0: this is just out of the way this is just
1: out of the way exactly yeah.
0: destination vermatstadt <laughs>
1: destination unknown
0: <laughs> um okay so fun fact number 2 while i guess on live with regis and kelly i guess those are their names um <laughs> do you remember yeah.
1: regis and kelly no who are
0: they i mean like i i like know their names but like I, and i'm sure we well, just like,
1: died but oh, they right. were like they were like big hosts and then it's that now there's that football player with kelly the guy with the gap tooth oh him oh him. he's
0: getting his gap um, no that was fake that was april fool's. oh really that's hilarious that was an april fool's joke i apparently am more gullible than i thought <laughs> um Okay, so on, on Live with Richardson Kelly in 2010. Wait,
1: those are their names? <laughs> we have some of these.
0: Bradley Cooper was asked which of his many of the many actresses with whom he has co-starred with was his favorite on-screen kisser. Instead of an actress, he chose Michael Ian Black, with whom he shared a love scene in this movie. Yeah. Which is like, so it's really, we'll, we'll unpack it. But it's like a really sweet scene.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of really great queer scenes in this movie. I mean, I think that's why we chose this. Yeah. Not only is it hilarious and like very nostalgic, but it is very gay and is very like open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll definitely get into it. But what a great answer on Bradley Cooper's part. He was yeah. like, "Let me not objectify any of these women. Let me not make it a competition between them. Yeah, I'm just going to choose the one guy I made out with."
0: Also, it's not like you're like not making out with people on screen. You're just putting your lips up against theirs. Right.
1: So, I mean, you do have to make it look real. There the is best. a little bit of...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like two <tooth> fishes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, clearly you have a lot of experience mm, with totally. that. Um, but yeah, no, he is, he is great. I love Bradley Cooper. I mean, we're going to get into all the politics of the fact that he was playing a, a queer character, but mm-hmm. I do love that he took that little moment to like, because I feel like there are straight actors who do play gay characters but, like, don't fully embrace it or, mm-hmm. like, kind of uncomfortable by it. And, and and there's actors who are not. And it's very clear when you're, like, sort of uncomfortable with it or you're, like, you fully embrace playing a queer character. Yeah. And, again, I personally don't think straight actors should play queer characters. But if they're going to, like, at least he's, like, proud of that role and, and like you know, wants people to remember it.
0: Yeah. He's also a Delph. So anything he's he says, so says, I'm down.
1: And he's saving, oh, is that Ashton Kutcher? Oh, is, like, oh Ashton Kutcher it. is saving,
0: Damn. is saving people from sex trafficking. Damn it. But like Bradley Cooper and Ashton Kutcher are very, the same, same energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Same energy. Fun fact number three, although the movie is called wet, hot American summer, the credit, the credits thank the crew for surviving a cold, wet Pennsylvania spring. You can also see the actors and actresses' breath at points during the movie. It rained twenty three days out of the twenty eight days of filming. That's awful. <laughs> they must have done a lot of filming on those five days. They because must there's have done a lot. Not a lot
0: of raining scenes.
1: No, I mean, I think you can sort of like tell it's wet at mm-hmm. some points. Um, like, there's that scene where they're like doing the jacket swap. Oh yeah, that it's raining during that scene. Oh, um, there's there's definitely like a lot of wet moments, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, most of the movie does not take place in the rain. Yeah. That would just suck. Like, you have this movie, you have to film it in a short amount of time, and it just rains every single day.
0: Just make it a a rainy. A rainy movie. Make the rain a character.
1: (laughs) I wonder if that's what... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to personify the rain as sort of like a metaphor on the transience of summertime.
0: Period. Period. (laughs) Just put a bunch of words together. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Fun fact number four? Um, okay, so Give fun it to fact us.
0: number four is a long one. Oh,
1: um, good luck.
0: There was supposed to be a moment during the talent show in which young camper Aaron, played by Gideon Jacobs, kisses camp counselor Gail, played by Molly Shannon, after she publicly denies her exponent her ex-husband Ron. So
1: Gail is an this, is this art teacher, and mm-hmm. the whole movie she's super upset about the fact that she was divorced by her husband. Um, and this kid, Aaron, is like comforting her.
0: And like by kid, we mean like kid. child. Like
1: he's 10 or 12. Like,
0: he's like a little boy. He's a little boy. Um. So however, the crew and Jacob's parents could tell that he, being only 12 at the time, was very uncomfortable with this action. So they changed the blocking gym, simply brushing
1: Gail's hair behind her ear. So they were going which... to have a 12-year-old kiss a woman. <laughs>
0: I mean, it would have been so funny, but like, I don't know if that—I don't know if that would have went over well.
1: The politics of that are very interesting, and I can't help but think of Pen Fifteen. Oh yeah, which is a show about like middle school, but two of the actresses are thirty, mm-hmm. and they get around the kissing in a lot of ways. Like they'll either show two people's mouths very close, but it's obviously not them. Yeah, or like they in one scene they kissed over masks. Mm-hmm. Um. So, there's definitely like a lot of creative ways to get around it, but that's like made in 2020. So, like, something in 2001, I feel like the rules were a lot looser. Yeah. But clearly, it's not okay to like kiss a child. And I think there's another moment in the movie where Ash, Brandy, Ashley, she kisses that child.
0: She kisses, um, she kisses the redhead girl. Moose. I think her name's Abby, and she kisses Moose.
1: The one who lights lights his fart on fire.
0: Yeah, that was also really gross. <laughs> I hated um, it.
1: But yeah, so they kiss children, and I was watching this movie, like thinking a lot about this how they handle it, and and how they present this weird, absurd relationship between this thirty year old art teacher and. A twelve-year-old boy. Who and they get married at the end. They get no. That's what I'm saying. Like they get (laughs) married. They're like, yeah, we'll send you our invitation. You're gonna be a bridesmaid. (laughs) Yeah, like wait, what? Like to their wedding, which is part of the absurdity of it, and it comes right after a moment where Beth, who she has this whole long relationship (laughs) with this professor guy, and they like, be like, by the end of the movie, they're together or whatever. The next day, she's like, I'm pregnant. Which is obviously hilariously stupid because they had sex presumably the like, day before. They met like hours earlier. <laughs> yeah. And that comes right before them announcing that they're getting married. So I'm like, okay, clearly for the last two minutes of this movie, they were like, we're just going to say the weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it's very, it's very interesting. So, I'm, I'm, but I'm glad they took the kiss out.
0: Yeah. Um... I don't know. I feel like it would have been really funny. <laughs> oh, it is
1: hilarious. Yeah. Their
0: whole relationship is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact- I missed I'm when I first like when I first watched it just now, I missed that he said like we're getting married. But then I like sort of heard the tail end of it and I was like, Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. let me let me roll back. It's so perfect. This movie, it just does it knows what it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um and I appreciate it for that want to take a little break yeah i would love that hey hey i would love you are your pants unbuttoned
0: yeah they're kind of tight okay i just ate so
1: That's fair. (laughs) Wait, but we're going to McDonald's.
0: Oh, there's a secret hidden pocket in my stomach for McDonald's. Trust me. That's
1: very true. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a curse of buying pants that are too tight. Yeah. I'm going to get over that. Well, we
0: do a lot of like online shopping too. Yeah. It's just hard to get stuff that like matches.
1: And then you get something and it's really cute and otherwise it's perfect, but it's just tight. And you're like, I guess I'm going to hate myself every time I wear this. I guess
0: I'm going to cut myself open and then <laughs> no. sew myself tighter. Yeah.
1: I'm going to make a corset part of my body. <laughs> I'll fuse. literally fuse to
0: it, yeah.
1: Um. So there's a lot of queerness in this movie. There is. Do we start with Ben and McKinley? Do I we feel like we might as well. We might as well. That's where my brain went. Yeah. So, ladies and gents and other types of genders. <laughs> there's a relationship between two characters, one names named McKinley, one named Ben. And the whole movie, like McKinley's friends are like trying to set him up with women. He's like, nah, nah. Um, Ben is pretty obviously gay. Mm-hmm. McKinley's not. Um and it's sort of unraveled throughout the film that they are like in a relationship and then they get married and the friends are like,
0: What? Like,
1: oh my God, I can't <laughs> okay, believe it.
0: but pause. They get married.
1: They get married in, like, during camp. Get,
0: and it's the cutest scene. And they
1: have, right before, they have this steamy, oh. steamy sex scene. Yeah. Very steamy. And then they get married, like, mm-hmm. minutes later. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, that's how you do it. Period. Um, and then their friends, like, accept them and are like super happy for them and they make a big joke out of it but they're yeah. they're like happy and it's yay. So there's a very big queer relationship. There's queerness talked about. It's an explicit theme. Yay, we mm. don't have to extrapolate. Yeah. or infer. There's actual <laughs> queerness. Yeah. Um and for being done in 2001, I'm going to say this is this is good representation. Yeah. It has a lot of flaws that we're going to identify. But I think it's good representation. Flaw number one, they're straight actors. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper is straight. Ian Michael Michael Ian Black, he's straight. They both have wives. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Sort of ruins it.
0: Wait, Bradley Cooper has a wife?
1: Yeah, for oh, sure. Ah, you just yeah, said yeah. he's a dilf. Okay, but like- Confirmed. Uh, um,
0: because I always like <laughs> love the jokes of him and, and Gaga are going to end up together.
1: Could you imagine?
0: That would be sickening.
1: I feel like Gaga's going to go for someone older. Yeah, I feel like her husband's gonna be like Tony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was, I was about to say, literally, I, I always <laughs> forgot about her Tony Bennett era.
1: I love it. Yeah, she's like, she could do. She was like, I can do anything. Here is proof. Period. That you will, you will buy this country. <laughs> she fucking <did> country pop. <laughs> she could do it <laughs> all wait, three she, genres. She did pop. She did. Wait, wait, wait Lady Gaga. I've never heard of that.
0: She's. Punk
1: uh, but um there's a lot of queerness yeah. beyond them being straight actors it's a problem here's another problem the friends say the word fag pejoratively multiple times they're like ben uh, mckinley's a fag like what blah, blah, blah. and then like m- minutes later they're they're very happy for them so they have this like scene where they're in the where they're eating dinner and the friends come in like we have something to say to mckinley and you're like oh no yeah but then they're like we love and appreciate you we (laughs) bought you this sofa for your apartment they're like oh my god and it's like it's it's funny and they're happy yeah um but when they're referring to him they say that he's a fag even though they're doing it with love that's a problem
0: i do feel like it's it's like making fun of of people who are homophobic. A little bit. And, like, obviously, like, they shouldn't be saying slurs. But I do feel like it was playing off uh, the rampant homophobia of the time. So I feel like, oh, it, they only really said fag to, like, make us think that they were homophobic. And then I'll look. Uh, right, right, the jokes later. Exactly. But, like, which I, I do like... That they were accepting, and I do like that they were playing the whole, haha, homophobes are, like, stupid, like, mm-hmm. how accepting these two idiots are. But, yeah, they shouldn't have said fag.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like, I think you have a point that they are making fun of that a little bit, mm-hmm. and insulting people, because clearly this movie is very pro-LGBTQ, very yeah. accepting. Like, that's a very major point of this film. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think, like, the message does come across that being queer is okay. It's not a problem. I don't think it's really enforced that saying fag is not okay. Yeah. I think, because, I, you know, I think what which, which happens is people watch this movie and then even if they're sort of, like, okay with the queer themes or accepting, then they're still walking away being like, and oh, we can use that word, too. Yeah. Um, Which... Again, I guess it's not the movie's responsibility, but it is sort of the movie's responsibility to be responsible. And I think it sort of like misses out in that respect. Even though it's still, it's still like, I believe, why I'm like conflicted about it in the first place, about this objectively like bad thing, is because the queerness is really handled very well otherwise. And there's a lot of love and like respect and for being done in 2001. Like, I think it's kind of important um, because the queer characters are not sort of like victims or they're not others. They're just sort of like other counselors who work at this camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's a lot. How often do you see like relationships between two teenage boys though?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, especially at the time.
1: Right. Because um, now we got Love, Simon, which like... Okay, I but roll. like
0: that is... I feel like... Having straight actors in Love Victor and Love Simon is worse than having straight actors here because we know better now, and there are so many out gay actors Tea. who could totally body these roles. But I think the point of what they wanted in these two in Love Simon and Love Victor is they wanted someone who is like straight acting, who is like relatable. Because like it's a gay story for straight people. Yes, it is. Because they don't want to, and they don't want to alienate the the homophobic crowd.
1: I read something very interesting today about Pose. Mm-hmm. It was basically an article like we thought that Pose was this like groundbreaking. Things are changing, and what the article is basically saying is it is a sign that things are changing, but it's also a sign that there's a lot left to be done because. Pose hasn't really ever had, like, a huge audience. Mm -hmm. It has a very dedicated fan base. totally, um, But it doesn't have a huge audience because it's a queer story, because it's a black and brown queer and trans story. Yeah. So it's, like, even with that, it still just, like, wasn't big enough to, like, break through. And so, like, it made me – I was thinking all day, like, queer media – we love it, and and we're and we're happy that it exists, but it's still not elevated to the same place as like other content, unless it's catering to straight people as much as possible. Like Post does not cater to straight people, mm-hmm. does not cater to white people, but Love Simon, Love Victor, a hundred thousand million percent does, and I think that's the way to like coat queerness now. Um, and this movie, like that, obviously wasn't really an issue. I mean, like they are straight actors, but. Bradley Cooper's playing a very femme mm-hmm. gay person versus Love Victor, where it's like, that could be your brother Steve. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fine, I hate it so much.
0: Yeah. I hate it. Um, I did watch some of Love Victor. It was, like, fine. And they have one episode where they where he goes to, to New York, and he meets a bunch of, like, actually, like, queer people. He from... goes to,
1: like, the club. And... Yeah,
0: no, yeah, he goes <laughs> to the club. I don't know how he got in. Yeah,
1: he's uh, a high schooler. Yeah. Like, um, well, there was that whole controversy when they moved it from Disney Plus to Hulu, and now on Disney Plus they have a gay character. They have um, High School Musical the series. Um, yeah, they
0: have they have a whole which I just started. And it's so good. I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, everyone goes Stan. Um, Olivia Rodrigo and <laughs> anti Stan Joshua Bassett.
1: Please. She's gonna she her pay rate for next season just went through the roof.
0: Yeah, and Joshua's down the dumps, <laughs> fired. <laughs> Literally, I, if I was him, I would hate her because he, because like, no one really cared about him before. He was just like, whatever. And now like he has like literal haters and I'm one of them.
1: He's a lot of haters and you're one of them. But also he has a lot more attention now. True. Which True. in the long run will be a positive thing for him in his yep. career. Yeah. Um. So we should thank Olivia Rodrigo. Period. For being sickening.
0: Um. Okay, wait, what else? Oh, one thing I did want to say about, about this relationship is, Um, is that it's the healthiest relationship in this entire movie. (laughs) And like all the other, like all the other relationships, like Andy and Katie,
1: Andy and Katie,
0: um, Coop
1: and Katie. Yeah.
0: Coop and Katie. That's all like messy. Even
1: Beth and the professor guy, Beth
0: and Henry, like they're like messy at the beginning. They're so awkward. They like lie to like get to know each other better or whatever. Like she pretends to know about astrology um astronomy, astronomy. astronomy. astrophysics <laughs> oopsie doopsie oopsie doopsies. <laughs> um, she knows lots about virgo period i'm a, i'm a sagittarius
1: <laughs> um but it is the most healthy relationship that's why is that's why it's good is because it stands out to me as something like like it seems like in this movie that has no purpose beyond being ridiculous they have like a moment of like with heart mm-hmm. and it does like carry a lot of weight Um, beyond just being it's not like a throwaway joke it's not whatever they made a point of making sure that the queer relationship was positive Mm -hmm. um even though the characters are awful the everyone's awful it's you know a satire like that yeah but um it's so healthy can we talk about the sex scene oh oh
0: it was so it was so nice it was i really wish i was bradley cooper in that scene
1: Oh, I wish I was McKinley so oh I could God. be fucking Bradley Cooper. Oh
0: my, well, let's go in your closet right now. Let's let's
1: role play it. Period. But so basically what happens is like they're having the friends, McKinley's friends are having this thing because they just like are standing, they're, they're um, sexually assaulting basically women. Yeah. They're standing next to a pool like <laughs> watching a bunch of like girls in bathing suits. They're being peeping Toms. They're being peeping Toms. And the McKinley's like, ah, I'm not into this. Like, I'm going to whatever. And they're like, man, he really doesn't like girls. And as he's saying that, he walks into like a shed. And kisses Bradley Cooper, and they both take their shirts off and have steamy, steamy sex. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in which Bradley Cooper bottoms, sickening. And one thing I noticed yesterday, because I watched the scene twice, mm-hmm. was <laughs> they have a couple of scenes or a couple of shots showing their feet, mm-hmm. and it's very funny because they're naked except for their like tube socks. Because uh-huh. everyone in this movie was wearing tube socks with like the little stripes, which is really cute. Yeah, but you can tell. Like, Bradley does this thing with his feet where he's, like, really awkwardly, like, moving his feet. Like, he's moving, like, closer and closer to the wall and, like, McKinley's following him with his feet. Yeah. Which, to me, was, like, Bradley Cooper is bottoming, which is a super uncomfortable thing. Yeah. They probably didn't have lube. They're at at a summer camp in the 1980s. Um, And he's, like, gradually moving his feet away, like, because he's uncomfortable. And then McKinley's, like, moving in because he's at the top. And that's what tops do is... Um, ignore the needs of their bottoms period but um i just thought that was such a nice detail i don't know if bradley pulled that personal experience from being fucked in the ass <laughs> or someone on the directorial team did Yeah. but it was a nice touch
0: i want it because you can't have anal sex with no loop you n- you can you could okay you could Fe-
1: literally you could but that is awful
0: you would get injured you
1: you would be bleeding period it's literally, like, if you can't imagine it, getting funked with that lube is, like... I can't even think of, like, a way to describe it.
0: It would be, like, someone trying to put something in your ear.
1: I was going to say, like, it's someone trying to put, like, um, a pencil in your nose, but yeah. it's one of those thick pencils that doesn't fit, and also the pencil has spikes on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it would... Um... Like, if you tried to have sex with no lube, you would have, like, a it's tear just, in your anal ring.
1: Exactly. It's just sandpaper. Like, yeah. there's no wetness. And so all that friction that is being created has nowhere to go. So it just goes into your skin. The blood would be lube. The blood would... Maybe that's why we're genetically designed. Yeah. Uh, do People people do use that as proof that, like, anal sex is amoral, though. They're like, yeah. you can't get wet from it. You can't. It's not natural.
0: Um, I'm still going to do it, though. Okay,
1: but uh, I'm still going to do it. Also, maybe the poop is supposed to be the loom.
0: Just Just get a little, just poop a little. Have a little shirt. That's
1: my worst nightmare. (sighs)
0: Yeah. It's happened. I never did that. I never once in my entire life. I never once, whenever anyone pulled out of me, nothing.
1: Clean. That's sickening. Well, because you take care.
0: I do take care of myself. To
1: prepare yourself. Yeah. Um... I have not shat on someone's penis or yeah. or had any residue, but it has happened <gasps> to me. Off my, well, you know, multiple times. Someone vomited
0: on me one time. Did I tell you about this? I think I. did. I think you did. I had a whole you did. breakdown. You did. This guy like threw up on me, and it wasn't. He was just drunk, and like so was I. But like he just threw up on me.
1: That's that's really bad. In my bad. The thing about being pooped on is. You can smell it before you see it. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you're still doing it, and you do feel it with your topping. You do feel something. There is a different wetness. I mean, and there's then there's something you, in there. Well, even if it's just like – because sometimes it's not like – okay, if someone, like, literally shits a load on you, <laughs> then you feel it. But if it's just like – what happens is it just sort of, like like, sort of comes out in small pockets, mm-hmm. and then you just feel, like, something coming on you – And then you smell it and then you realize. And it's awful. But you have to be so, so caring to the bottom. Mm -hmm. Because as awful as it is to have shit on you, it's even more awful to have been the one to involuntarily shit on someone. That's true. It's worse. It's objectively worse. Yeah. Do I think that a bottom has to show some, not apology, but like, Understanding that it's a shitty situation, huh. um, yes, because I do know some bottoms who are like, "If I shit on you, like, sorry about it, like, go go <laughs> pin yourself off, bitch." Okay, Which well, are I love. Mean I
0: more power to them. To no, be it's honest. it's sort of
1: sickening. <laughs> yeah, but in my situation, I'm like, I don't need you to be apologizing to me, but I also want you to understand that you just shit on me. Like, yeah, I need a moment. Yeah. Um, that took a left turn. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Um, so all it's wet hot, all, wet hot. Period. So American summer.
0: What we get from this little tangent conversation is we need feminism, but for bottoms. Yeah. Bottomism.
1: Bottomism, and also justice for Bradley Cooper for taking up the ass totally dry. Yeah, he really like did that Jake just for Gyllenhaal or whatever.
0: Was he the bottom? Just of like that? Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm.
1: no lube on Brokeback Mountain either. Yeah, just some beans. That movie, just. Um, beans I, like work. <laughs> I had to read that book for school
0: wait we should do Brookback we should because I've never seen that I've never seen either oh I've read it but I've never seen it that'd be so amazing oh my god can't we wait. should
1: absolutely do it it's a great story Um, but yeah okay so something else back to McKinley and Ben I did mention this moment where his friends like come in they're all eating dinner in the cafeteria in front of everyone and they like announce that he's gay mm-hmm. and they're okay with it and they give him the thing the, the, they give him like gifts and whatever but he, they really do out him in front of 150 people. Yeah. Which, okay, so McKinley was uncomfortable telling them that he was gay, but he would want them to come into <laughs> the cafeteria and just, like, announce it. Yeah. And luckily, this movie takes a point of view that it, they don't care, they're okay with it, and they just, like, they totally ignore the fact that McKinley was ever uncomfortable about it, which I also sort of like. Like, they sort of take what's expected about a coming out story which is like the like oh no you like you did it without my permission or, 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 or i wasn't ready yet or it's or it's so bad and it's mm-hmm. so hard and he just wasn't comfortable and then when everyone knew he was like work i'm a faggot thanks for the couch Her. um which is which is kind of i like that they don't make the struggle a big deal how
0: did they get a couch And like how did 15 they... minutes i know they went to
1: town <laughs> they went to town everything in this universe takes. Um, 10 times less time it takes in a normal time.
0: I would love if like, I know I didn't watch like really much of the, um, much of the prequel or the sequel, but mm-hmm. I would love it if they were like, yeah, like the town is built on like a temporal, like, <laughs> like, like, like black hole.
1: Everything that happens there take, yeah, it's everything's like 10 like, times time, longer. Like
0: shifts differently in this area. That'd be so funny. That
1: would make a lot of sense. Um, I love that part of the movie If you want to see just a clip from this movie Watch like <laughs> It's just like the town scene Oh my god It's it is, very great Amy
0: Poehler is really funny in that scene
1: She's very good
0: And and like Beth is great in that too
1: Amy Poehler in this entire movie Is perfection when, She is everything
0: When they have the challenge show And then like they do an amazing job They do this day day like day, beautiful
1: right? day by day Godspell number and then everyone boos. <laughs> everyone's like,
0: well, it's boom. so funny
1: because the whole time everyone's like cheering and having the time of their life. They, lo- they are loving it. And like, then the second it ends, everyone's like hissing at them. You know why, I think? Why? Because there was a huge cross on the wall. So I, for the first time when I watched it yesterday, I was like, maybe because everyone there is Jewish, which is like another joke of the movie is that everyone is just Jewish at this yeah. camp. Um, they also the cross, and they were like, boom. Why did yeah. they?
0: They shouldn't have done God then. I
1: don't
0: know.
1: Um, or just had a light up cross in the back of the stage. What so I funny. loved
0: about the talent show scene is the MC is telling the <laughs> worst jokes.
1: Well, he's clearly like riffing off of the like, like it's a very specific vibe. It's sort of like um it's like a summer camp leader but mm-hmm. like for the for like resorts in the Catskills like you would have like a like a like a director mm-hmm. like a like a camp director I guess or like I think of like a cruise director on cruises where you're like running all the events and you're like the guy um, that's who he was sort of being mm-hmm. and the, the jokes were awful um, however I sort of like did some dramaturgy in my head and I was like okay so this thing was in the 1980s so that means everyone's parents grew up in the 1950s which is when the like resort and the cat skills thing was like a huge deal mm-hmm. so I feel like it was like everyone laughing at their parents
0: mm-hmm like, like the miss may sort of vibe
1: right right like the, which was the generation before them because this took place in the 80s mm-hmm. um but oh my god he tells a long joke about white people <laughs> oh my god
0: this little this little white kid is like dress is like doing a black sand he's like He's like using A V E and he's like basically pretending to be black.
1: I couldn't tell if it was a specific comedian he was like referencing. Yeah. But he he was basically like he was doing a black scent, using an AVE, and like joking about white people, which okay. It the movie is a hundred percent white. Except for one person of color who is during this, like, capture the flag scene, they do, they have like the slow motion running. <laughs> oh, and right. out of the, out of the corner of the frame comes this, like, black, I think he's supposed to be like a Jamaican sprinter uh-huh. um, from the Olympic team. Um, and he's like running through with the flag and he, like, everyone's celebrating, which is like just a weird, like, reference point. Um, but he's the, the literal only person of color in this movie. And, there is a kernel of truth to it because at this time in new york or massachusetts where these camps were most of the people were white mm-hmm. and most of the people were jewish like for some reason which i would love to understand why like the summer camp thing resonated in the jewish community mm-hmm. a lot and with like wealthier white people um so it would make sense that at the time there would be like very few POC in the movie or at this camp, but they had literally none. And then they had yeah. this guy doing a black scent in front of yeah. a bunch of other white people, which was like almost like the movie poking fun at itself, but not enough where I thought that the lack of people of color was okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like this was right before the whole like diversity and representation matters thing. So I guess they just quote unquote didn't know better obviously they should have realized right like what can you do
1: and also it's not like i went to a sleepaway camp Mm -hmm. i went to a literal jewish sleepaway camp and most jews in america are white most Mm -hmm. not all and there were some people of color very few very very few Mm -hmm. but there were some so for the sake of the movie they could have put a couple in yeah um and you're right. I, I I put this in the context of like Friends, like this came out four years after Friends, mm-hmm. which was an, a notably all white cast. Yeah. Um, and that was just like the norm. Yeah. And and it's only been until very recently where I've noticed that this movie has literally no people of color because it's almost like one of those things. At least from my experience as a white person, like when I'm watching something, it's it's not something I'm actively thinking about, or I've been trained to actively see because. You know, it's not my experience. I, I'm trained to see when I don't see queer people. Like, when mm-hmm. I don't see queer people, I, I feel it. But not that same way towards people of color, because that's not my experience. Mm-hmm. But I've been recognizing it more recently. Um, and I can't believe I didn't recognize it before. They're all white. Yeah, Literally all of them.
0: Yeah. They mm-hmm. couldn't have thrown in, like, one.
1: At like least. One but, like, at it. least a couple. Yeah.
0: Because that one guy during the during the capture the flag scene doesn't that's his one scene oh no, he's
1: just a random it, it was like throwing that old, one yeah. joke no and literally he an adult right yeah I,
0: take a good look but like it
1: was just like as if the olympic track runner was there um <laughs> yeah okay. it was just wild um hold on we gotta take a break why hey. did i say it like that <laughs> <laughs> like a porn star like a horn star Yum. that's me um Oh, another gay thing. Do you know during the training montage where, like, Gene, who's Mm -hmm. the cafeteria guy, is, like, training Coop to, like, man up for Katie? um, Who is this girl he's obsessed with who's dating Paul Rudd, uh, who's an asshole, um, but so hot. Um, And so they have this, like, mentor, like, Karate Kid-esque sort of deal going on. And I, for some reason, was like, this is the gayest thing that's happened so far in this movie, someone was literally butt fucked, and this is the gayest thing that's happened. I don't know. There was just some energy between them, that mentor like, "I'm gonna teach you everything I know." Mm-hmm. I think it's something hot about it.
0: Yeah. Also, just like Cooper got sort of more attractive during that scene because the actor purposely made to look like ugly because his hair is all shaggy and he mm-hmm. wears like gross clothes. But then, like, he comes in in a crop top and like short. Like in like short, short the crop top. Um, and like his hair is better and Gene is just so such a daddy.
1: He's such a a guy from Law and Order.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is Chris Maloney or whatever. He's so beautiful. He's hot. so beautiful. Um so yeah, I definitely understand. I definitely know what you mean. There's also a porn genre, probably. Teacher, <laughs> teacher, student, daddy. Oh, for sure daddy it son, is Camp Counselor.
1: There's a lot of daddy son, a lot of doctor yeah johnny sends what is that
0: i don't know i was never really into that
1: i'm thinking maybe just because the doctor is one of the first places where you're like touched by another person yeah but that's i would not want to be a doctor because of that no and that's not my relationship to my doctor yeah well, if it was, <laughs> someone be, would be at court. <laughs> yeah, I'd
0: be getting sick a little more often.
1: <laughs> Stop. Um, oh my god, my doctor was not attractive. My
0: doctor was also not attractive.
1: I've never had an attractive doctor, save for the orthodontist.
0: Oh, our orthodontist? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's sexy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if, well, one time when I went in for a gyno visit, my, my gynecologist had, like, her... Like apprentice or whatever, without my permission, just there in the corner, he was I really hot. So that was upsetting, and it was during a very, very scary appointment.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'm like, maybe only non-attractive people should be doctors. Maybe you I know have some, to be ugly. I know some attractive people who are like trying to be doctors, who mm-hmm. are like in med school. I'm like, yeah. maybe once you graduate, you become ugly, <laughs> or maybe, ugly by you. yeah, <laughs> or maybe you're just like. Not gonna be a doctor because you're not ugly enough, yeah, but it does make it like safer,
0: yeah, totally,
1: although I guess the logic is we are internally wired to think attractive people are safe, so yeah, that is playing against that argument, yeah, 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 where did this come from? this talking point
0: porn, your porn voice, when
1: oh and, porn. Jean. and Jean and Jean. Gene um oh 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 oh. I have something I want to talk about Uh because we just talked about like I guess how the queer relationships are like positive and they handle a lot of things well like we've identified problems with this movie as a whole Mm -hmm. but I think it is a successful movie it is funny it's so I guys if you haven't seen it this is maybe one of the funniest movies I've ever seen it's very good I was laughing most of the the way through the movie Mm -hmm. um so it's super successful And even with how funny it is and controversial, it still handles topics like queerness and gender very well. The women characters are very strong. There's this moment where he's like, who wants to do science? And like a smattering of all genders raise their hands. Yeah. Um, And I've just like, I've been thinking a lot about it because we just posted last week our Ace Ventura episode. And we've been posting a lot of TikToks about it. Mm-hmm. And there are people who fu- who saw it on the For You page or whatever who are like, don't be so soft. Like, this is a good movie. This is from the 90s. Like, you know, it's fr- this is what everyone keeps saying. Like, oh, it's from the 90s. And my response is, yeah, it's from the 90s, but it deserves criticism. Yeah. But there's this almost like excuse. Like, if it's from the 90s. A, we shouldn't talk about its problematic nature, but B, it's sort of like excused from being problematic because it was made a different time. And obviously, things change with time and, you know, we do learn more and I am more forgiving of movies if they're older because they did come from a different cultural point of view. However, um, to use it as an excuse is so weird, especially because like this movie was made like in 2001, which was not the 90s, but pretty close. And it handled a controversial topic like queerness in a positive way Mm -hmm. so when people use that as an excuse I'm like but there are so many other movies that do it well even though it was the 90s so like what do you got to say about that
0: yeah um also like can I just go back in time and kill someone in the 90s then it'll be okay because it was the 90s right like we knew what queer people were in the 90s and we knew how to be respectful human beings right um I don't know. I feel like it's really not an excuse. It's an explanation it's an- as to why something might not be great. Um, and Ace Ventura is not is not good. <laughs> it's not even
1: a funny. It's literally not funny. And that's why people are defending it. I'm like, it's not even... Not only is it funny, but it's problematic. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't even pass the first test.
0: Yeah, like, it's not... It's really not a good movie.
1: It's just so dumb. No, and you're right. Like, people, people just, like, act like anything that happens at that time is, like... There's like different rules, and I'm like, yeah, it's not an excuse; it's an explanation. I think that's a great, great way of putting it. She's smart. She she knows how to phrase she has things. A PhD. She has a PhD in, in cock, in, cock and balls, taking
0: cock and balls <laughs> in my
1: vagina. Um, I think that's all the things to talk about with the plot. Yeah, looking at my notes, that's fine. You want to rank the men? There are a lot of men. I would love
0: to... Um, we
1: differ about this, sort of.
0: We do. We do. Wait, I'm going to take a quick look at your list. You have the like,
1: same top three.
0: We, Yeah, we have the same top... Yeah, we, yeah, in we different have the order, same top three. In different order. order. So mine is Gene, Andy, and Ben. As and your I, number, th- as your top three? As my top three. Okay,
1: so uh, Gene is, the, is Chris Maloney, the cafeteria guy. Andy is Paul Rudd. Ben is Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. My order is Andy... Paul Rudd, Ben, Bradley Cooper, Gene, Chris Maloney. And Paul Rudd is so motherfucking hot. He's it's hot. unfair. Bradley Cooper, less hot, but still very hot. Mm-hmm. He's too um clean for me. Bradley Cooper. Oh, in yeah, this, in movie. this movie is too clean. And then Gene, because he is super hot. He's so the whole time during this movie, I was like, take off your shirt please. no
0: literally like I love maybe it's my love for damaged men but oh my god I want his literal seed I want him to pillage my village
1: <laughs> when he humps a fridge in front of a hundred kids I just his story is so confusing he like has this all of these weird quirks But he's very, like, rigid, I think, because of the post-traumatic stress from the war. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, like, has all these, like, weird things that he likes, like, fondling his sweaters. Yeah. (laughs) And humping a refrigerator. And he, like... And, like, smearing mud (laughs) on his (laughs) ass. It is funny. It is a good bit. Um, But he does hump a fridge. Um, Next, I have Professor Henry Newman, who is fuck i forget the actor's name but he's like a little Twinky twinkie scientist boy in this movie yeah. i like him he's mm-hmm. insane in his first scene when he's like i don't
0: want to yeah <laughs> when he screams at beth <laughs> that's so funny
1: it's so good it's a my favorite during that scene i sent you a video of it is when she like goes to shake his hand <laughs> and he like doesn't know what to do so he like hands over like a shovel because he was gardening and she like Takes it and like <laughs> pretends to be a farmer. It's so yeah, funny. No, she's so explaining funny. it isn't funny, but it <laughs> is you have to believe me, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, who's your fourth?
0: My fourth is McKinley And then the can of vegetables.
1: <laughs> the can of vegetables was pretty hot. Yeah. There's a talking can of vegetables, by the way. It's really funny. Um after Professor Henry Newman is Victor, the guy with the curly hair who's He's ugly.
0: <gasps> really he was cute like i would have sex with them but
1: like that's not that seems much. like your type
0: yeah but like i don't know it's kind of hard to explain like yes he's ugly but like yes i would have sex with him. but like <laughs> i understand that he's ugly i just would let him put his dick inside me because okay. i don't like myself right because i use ugly men as a as a way of self-harming
1: <laughs> it's honestly the i was gonna say it's the safest way that's not true <laughs> That's no, definitely not true. Murder City. After Victor, I have McKinley, mm-hmm. who was cute, and then Coop. Coop, bottom is of the, the barrel, bottom. bottom of the barrel for yeah. me. Yeah,
0: his makeover—he's cute, but like, still not very. Not for me.
1: Is he cute, like in real life? Was well, it now he's makeup? older. Well, now he no—it's his nose. <laughs> oh,
0: true. Maybe he got a nose job.
1: No, his nose is just bad. Oh. I don't think he got a nose job.
0: Um, I'll take a peek. At- he's like
1: no he's not cute and in the in the series which so they so they made two netflix series one takes place 10 years before oh no sorry one takes place on the first day of camp and one takes place 10 years after mm-hmm. and oh my god he is the 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 whole the whole show makes a huge joke about how he looks really the farthest thing from a child mm-hmm. now he aged kind of poorly um <clears throat> and so there's a lot of scenes where like they're like playing that up um, he also dresses up as a woman in the <laughs> in the show. Uh, one of them in the sequel or the prequel, oh. I can't remember. I don't even. T- I watched one of them. I can't remember which one. Oh my god! Something has been bothering me all day. Mm-hmm. I need your help. I thought of this to bring up. What is the name of the store in the mall that used to sell DVDs and CDs? The big store next to, to Sears. No. At the JV mall. At the JV mall oh, next to Macy's. I to JV. It was rad. I
0: went to Danbury. Sorry.
1: I hate you. There's <laughs> one store. The store where you bought DVDs and CDs. No.
0: Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> um, store. I'm gonna
1: Google it. I you you really don't know what I'm talking about no either. No. I've been trying to kill myself figuring it out all day. That's not what I meant to say. I'm Ugh. I'm typing as I talk. Um okay, so Fie, FYE.
0: I don't know, I never heard of that. Is that I nice? never cuz I got all my stuff from Blockbuster like in like of tellies.
1: Wait, there's more? There's Fies that still exists? <laughs> wait. 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 Oh my god, wait. This
0: guy, the guy who played Coop is in that show Anthony was telling us about. Which one? Um Um, oh my god, what was the name of it?
1: Fuck me. Search party. Search party, yes. Do you remember this logo?
0: I do remember that logo. The logo. I do, I do,
1: I do. It's like the blue sort of like arrow pointing thing. It says Fi. Mm -hmm. I love that store. I used to love going in that store because it was back at the time, you know why I thought about it? Because I thought about how hard it used to be to find music Mm -hmm. and you would just have to like buy an album. But at, at... Phi used to be able to get the CD and like put it on a thing and then listen to it. Or they had little like samples where you could like go and put the headphones on and like and jam bop. some music. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss that store. I don't. No I, place in the I modern don't think world. I went there.
0: How how did you never go there? I like I just, cause I did. I wasn't a JV girl.
1: So we have two malls near us: the JV Mall, which is like the dinky, the pleb, the pleb. I went for the movie theater when they took it out. Yeah, no reason to go. Yeah, except for the stand that sells the cookie the cakes. Cookies. The cookie cakes. They're so good. So good. The cookie cakes are mall cookie cakes? Um, kind of slap.
0: Can't do And they had wrong. like little little character cookies and they had a really nice cookie. Do you
1: remember they so used to have Sabaro <gasps> and Burger King in that mall? Mm, Burger
0: King's go- well you know Mall is getting a Shake Shack.
1: You're I'm, I'm
0: serious. I'm seriously getting a Shake Shack. To I don't love Shake Shack, Shack
1: that Shake Shack. I don't love Shake Shack that much, but that's good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I also know I've only been to the one in, in <laughs> Grand Central, but
1: really, that's yeah. so funny.
0: Wait, didn't someone? die at a shake shack <laughs> like, like this pandemic someone like got shot or something oh, at, a, at a shake shack i seem to wait i'm gonna I am google shake shack Gagged. shake shack tragedy <laughs> shake. murder at the shake shack lana
1: Dower's new album shake
0: shack tragedy, <laughs> shake shack tragedy. I spell, I every time
1: it. i go to shake Shack, shake shack tragedy the
0: forgotten tragedy
1: what what is this? I don't know. They put a Shake Shack on on the street where I went to school. Um, over in Providence, it was lovely. I went once. It's I was expensive. There, oh my god! It's literally some.
0: There was like a mass shooting at the Shake Shack. What? I'm, kidding. I'm making this up. <laughs> oh, right <fuck> now. up.
1: <laughs> Wait, I don't know though. Maybe uh, someone just got salmonella. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Oh, someone got. Oh, this is it. This is it. I found it. Um. Apparently, uh, someone who worked at the Shake Shack poisoned uh, members of the NYPD. It was at the oh it was yes, yes, um, yes. But I think it was during I, BLM protests during, last year. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think it was um, a lie. By no, the it NYPD, was NYPD,
1: right? It was a lie. <gasps>
0: They just sort of like
1: They just got A couple of them got sick And they were like We were poisoned they were like Or you're sick (laughs) Yeah Or you have corona Right
0: The the pandemic Right You remember that
1: thing Um, You're That's the one
0: Wow I pulled that out of the Recesses of my mind
1: Wait you didn't google that That was something you Oh no I
0: found it I found that in my (laughs) Times one I saw
1: I swear so you're, you're a liar and a cheater and a fake.
0: <laughs> Just like the NYPD.
1: Just like the NYPD. Good one. Um, do you want to talk about the moments that really resonated with you? That made you queer? That totally. that you remember? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not like the Shake Shack incident. I won't Google anything <laughs> this time.
1: It's your personal experience. You shouldn't have to Google it.
0: Per. Um, I'll Google, what did Liliana think? Um, so I thought Gene was really hot when I saw this. I saw this in, like, high school. I
1: was gonna ask, when was the first time you saw it?
0: Um, and I thought Gene was really, really cute. And I always had thought he was cute, but he was, like, the actor. But I thought he was especially cute in this one. Because he was so rugged and, like, gross. And disgusting, filthy, and bad for me. Um, Your favorites. My favorite. And... Uh, I loved the scenes with McKinley and Ben. I especially loved. I liked the the sex scene. I thought it was cute, um,
1: and the wedding, of course. In high school,
0: yeah, yeah, in high school, I thought it was I thought it was a cute scene.
1: And you were like, "I'm Bradley Cooper. I'm gonna be." F- yeah, you just said that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like literally McKinley fucked me. Um, so that's that. I guess that's that's it. And I then I wanted to be Amy Poehler, of course. Oh, it. and Beth, I love Beth
1: love Mm bath i could see you um (laughs) no i could not see (laughs) you running at camp (laughs) that would be a bad idea (laughs) i was gonna say i could see you getting with someone who looks like mckinley like i feel like
0: yeah i mean i've literally i've i've swallowed all kinds of loads so
1: i feel like he he like fits my your energy Mm -hmm. and your type but he's cute i would too um how about you Thanks for asking. You're welcome for asking. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um So I saw this movie. The first the first memory I have seen this movie was I was at camp.
0: We oh, went really? we
1: went for like a week long trip during this one year when I was, I think fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think it was the summer in between ninth and tenth grade. Mm-hmm. Tenth and eleventh? No, 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 eighth and ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um and we went to the city for like a week-long like trip where we like did a specialty and I did cooking and we like went to the city um, for a week it was awesome um and we like stayed at this school and we watched Netflix on like the smart board um and we watched this movie and Arrested Development that weekend a lot of culture that weekend a lot um so I was watching it I was not literally in camp but I was like we were were attending camp camp. right with your camp yeah yeah um and I don't know. Ever since then, I've just, like, really had a soft spot for this movie. I show it to everyone. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I think because, it, for me, it was sort of, like, what camp could have been in a different timeline mm-hmm. where I was out or where I was, like, went back to be a counselor and was out. Um, I just lo- – I really like the, se- the, the sex scene, but mm-hmm. just the relationship between McKinley and Ben and just, like, the – the normalcy of it, and it really just resonated with me because it felt true to my experience. Just like the absurdity of it, the jokes—it it felt very niche and like something that I could relate to. Mm-hmm. And then it had this like really positive representation of queer people. Um, it's not the main point of the movie. It's but but like it's not their whole character. Like McKinley and Ben exist outside of the fact that they're fags. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I had to whisper that one, um, but. <laughs> It exists outside. I don't know, and I just I really, really like that, and it stuck with me. And if you haven't seen this movie, go watch but it. But for, for some reason, you listened to this whole podcast. <laughs> go listen. Go watch it. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to, I paid four dollars to go watch it on YouTube. And if you know anything about me, which you all probably don't, it's that I don't like spending money to stream things. That's a very specific thing to know about <laughs> me. But I never spend money on streaming things, mm-hmm. and I did yesterday because I needed to watch it. And be able to rewind without the pop ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love this movie. Yeah. I'm so glad we talked about it. Yeah, same. Same, same, same. Because we've been kind of like trying to do more mainstream movies, but we were sort of just like, fuck it, let's do let's do a let's do a weird one. Yeah. What do you what do you rank it? How do you rank it? I rank out of the ten.
0: I rank this a McKinley and Ben. <laughs> um I I'd say like uh, I'd say 8.5 out of 10. I think it's really, really funny. I think there are things that are funnier. But this is really, really, really great. Um, there are things that are funnier. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, no. Yeah, I really like this.
1: I agree. I'm right there with you. Eight to nine range. Mm-hmm. It's... It's it's a comedy. So, like, you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. But it's smart. It's ridiculous. It's campy. It's sort of just, like... um a chance to like get away. You know what? I, I just got distracted because I thought of this really funny moment from the movie where Beth and Henry are talking on the beach and he's like, Meet me over at the bench <laughs> in ten seconds. And he goes out of frame and the- Beth stands there for ten seconds and then walks like one foot and just like right out of frame. <laughs> there was a bench the whole time. It's so funny. Yeah. Um it's just a really funny movie. I would agree there are funnier movies But I can't think of many funnier movies. I can't think
0: of many either. Because, like, this is so you and me, like, our humor, like, our just silly slapstick moments.
1: Very that. I think the only movie I can think of that I like better because of its humor is Bridesmaids. Just because I love Bridesmaids and I'm obsessed with Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is just excellence. It's just excellence. Yeah. It's perfection. Perfection.
0: It's a little late for us to do timeline wise. 2011,
1: we did Easy A. We could do it. We could do it. We could and we should because I love Bright yeah, It's really funny. Um, but that is the first and only movie that came to mind that I find funnier than this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely watch it. Yeah. Definitely watch it. Eight point five out of ten. Yeah. Ten totally. out of ten. Um, we come to the end. Wow, we did it. Good for us. Yeah, oh my s- god, we're so good at one thing. We're so good at one thing, and that's talking. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of Rainbow Rewatch, you can go follow us mm-hmm. on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter check. at Rainbow Rewatch. Check, check, check. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we also read all of them. Oh my god.
0: Did we get a funny one?
1: Uh, no, well, sort of. Someone reached out. I'm I'm pulling it up as we speak. Um but during the Ace Ventura episode, I believe, we asked people to send in how long it takes to pass stool. And someone reached out. Her name is their name I don't know the pronouns. Um they use she they pronouns Their name is Ellie at Bookworm Fitzpatrick. They DM'd us on Instagram what and said got? Hi, I really like your podcast and I wanna say a few things. One, it usually takes anywhere from 24 to 72 hours for food to pass. So there's a range. Interesting. Two to three days, or one to three days. We were both right. Uh huh. Um, she said, I believe that my entire queer soul is um, 1984's Spinal Tap. Oh, I believe with my entire queer soul that 1984's Spinal Tap is gay. It's a movie, it's apparently gay. Let's do it. Ellie recommends. Mm-hmm. And number three, love the podcast. <gasps> Thanks, Ellie. Oh,
0: that's so sweet.
1: That's so sweet. And thank you for... We had a call to action, and they responded. Perfect. Thank you.
0: Um, honestly, grab than our troops. <laughs> um, you should go serve. Okay? Yeah.
1: Who says that queer people shouldn't be in the military? Okay. Don't ask, don't tell. Come on. Do Give ask, us. and you know what? Do tell. Do tell, because we want to know every juicy detail
0: um on that note i do feel like i'm one mental breakdown away from joining the marines <laughs> I are don't you know serious i would pass any of the tests <laughs> but if certainly i certainly not i do think i could win survivor
1: wait what well, you have to explain that why I'm are you one mental breakdown away from joining the marines i'm
0: one breakdown away from doing anything radical at <laughs> any
1: given time. shaving your hair and moving to russia do that yeah. instead
0: Come on now. I, I did have a mental breakdown in college and shaved the back of my head. Did uh, you? I don't yeah, remember I that. Had a cute little undercut moment. You can pull that off. Thank you. Not
1: many people can. Um, that's interesting. Don't join the Marines. Join the Air Force. If you're gonna kill bitches, <laughs> do it from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna bomb, if you're gonna bomb refugees and civilians, uh, might as well do it from the sky.
0: Come on now. I'll get a lot more action. Yeah. I did hear that. Um, the more remote something is, like, if you're, like, up in the sky, you have, you, m- like, there are more PTSD cases than <gasps> being on the ground. What? So you think you're more disconnected from it, and you're, like, you're more guilty because it took less
1: effort. To That's very interesting. I would have assumed the opposite, but that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. You can't even, like, face it quickly. Just yeah. sort of, like, a slow burn. And you're, like, oh, I'm such a coward. You oh. are. How about the people who, like, dr- actually dropped um, the bomb on Hiroshima?
0: Oh yeah, wow. We need to do something from that era so we can unpack
1: that. Nineteen forties? Like <laughs> right no, we need
0: something set in
1: that era. Okay. Uh, Pearl Harbor. Movies. The movie Pearl Harbor. That did come out in the right time period. Um, books
0: weren't written yet.
1: <laughs> so no. we have no media.
0: It's prehistory.
1: It's 1940s. Yes. It's prehistory. The modern era started in the 1960s. (laughs) 1950s is when Jesus was born. And before that, nothing happened. Because
0: the earth is only, what, 600 years old? Yeah, something like that. 30 years? 40 years? (laughs) 10 years. doesn't matter. (laughs) 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 They would say that. When we were kids.
1: Yeah, that was just transplanted. Come on now. Into our brains. Mm -hmm. I love you so much with all my heart and soul same and i <laughs> <laughs> really yeah you do you call me your best friend the other day on tiktok oh my God, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that meant a
0: lot oh, yeah he's not fag he's daniel my <laughs>
1: best friend <laughs> and you know what i wear that badge with honor and pride love, love you let's go get mcdonald's yeah